Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with your quarantine content to get you through the day. And listen, and it's for... The going rate of tell a friend, tell a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, let them know. And I'm putting up videos on my Instagram every goddamn day. And all you got to do is tag a bitch, tag your, tag them, tag, all you got to do, sweet baby, is tag a friend in my videos. Because what I do is I put out the cheese. You bring the mice to the cheese via the comment section. Then they might go to the link in bio. We don't know. Hopefully. But now you don't have to. I've made it easier for all of us. You don't have to look at your friend and go, you're going to listen to this podcast. And then you don't have to listen to them go, I'm not a podcast person. And I don't have to beg and beg and beg. We made it easy on everybody. So tag your friends in my Instagram pics and videos. Uh, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing show. We always have an amazing show. Um, I'm going to do your emails, coronavirus rant of the day, charcuterie chat, and we're going to do some quick hits at the end. Um, let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train, feather, feather, I'll get right to it. I have been casually hooking up with this guy for about three years I'm 26, he's early 30s. Pre-quarantine, we saw each other about once a month, just a late-night meetup when we were both out. A few weeks ago, he asked me to come over, but since we are in quarantine, he, we just sexted for a bit. The next day, I was bored while working and thinking about him, and he's not on any social media except LinkedIn. So I went to his page, saw he had an, update, had an updated phone and a new job. Etc. Then the next day I was talking to my friend and she asked for a picture of him, went to his LinkedIn again to screenshot. And the next day I might have I might have stalked it one more time. About a week later, I realized uh, somehow my settings changed and I wasn't viewing as private, but full detail. So I'm pretty sure he got a notification with my name, picture and profile every single time I went to his page. I am mortified. I was counting on him to be my easiest post-quarantine hookup, but now I don't think I can ever talk to him again. Can I come back from this? Is there any kind of damage control? Appreciate all the advice through the years. Thank you for saving my commute and also my quarantine sanity. Here's my message to you. There is no chance in hell that you looking at his LinkedIn is going to stop him from wanting to hook up. He's not all of a sudden going to be like, this crazy person that I was hooking up with for three years was like looking at my LinkedIn profile because I have no other social media that she knows about. Oh my God, what a wackadoo. That's not going to happen. The penis, if he ever, listen, the penis is a strong dictator. And if he ever looked at his penis and was like, I don't know if we can do this. She's looking at my in, my my LinkedIn. The penis is going to look at him and go, listen to me, you fucking idiot. I got to do some shit. We were quarantined for three months. It's not going to work out that way. And listen, if it stops happening because of the LinkedIn thing, it's probably more so that he's 
cheating on someone he's been with for three years and he's realizing his mistress is starting to do some searching. So those are the only reason I can see that this LinkedIn viewing would stop him from hooking up with you is where he is a despicable asshole who's cheating on his wife. So that's the only thing in my brain that, so what you're saying is I get it. It's a little embarrassing. You got caught doing what we all do because he's looking at your shit. I know he says he has no Instagram. He says he has no Facebook, no social media. He's looked at you as everyone looks at everyone. I'm, nobody is, I'm, everyone's 10% away from each other. No one's a hundred percent. So if I would look at someone I've never hooked up with, the guy who was hooking up with you is definitely looking at you. So don't live in the world that he's drawn up for you. Live in the reality. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. My cousin has been wanting to set me up with one of his good friends and coworkers. <clears throat> About a month or so ago, I went to my cousin and his girlfriend's place for his birthday for a few drinks, and the friend was there as well. We hit it off really well. He followed me on Instagram as soon as he left uh, and DM'd me right away, too. After a couple of days of really good banter and conversation, I gave him my phone number and told him to text me if he ever wanted to hang out again. It took him literal weeks to text me, but in the meantime, he'd continue to DM me and send me memes, etc., he did finally end up texting me, but I started to get a little confused because it seemed like he was being flirtatious and that, that he was into me, but then he'd randomly start talking about his ex from four years ago. Left him so damaged how he hasn't really dated in four years because he doesn't think he'll ever hit give that much to a relationship again. So at that point, I decided, okay, this is not someone I'm going to date, but maybe we could hook up. I'd say things about wanting to hang out, and he just texts me about something else or finds little ways to bring up that he's damaged. He is a lot of fun to talk to when he isn't randomly bringing up his past relationship, but it seems like he just wants a pen pal that can be an emotional crutch. How do I tell him in a way that isn't rude, that I'm not interested in only texting, but I respect if, uh, but I respect if he is ever going to want to hang out? But I respect if he isn't. But I respect if he isn't ever going to want to hang out. I don't want to make things awkward because I'm sure I will see him again at some point because we are both so close with my cousin. I, but I just don't want another guy to be only texting with. Any help is appreciated. Thanks, Papa Jay. Here's what I'll say. Um, a lot of this is happening because he doesn't want to make it awkward. Also. Your cousin is also his friend. He's friends with a couple. So you both are in the situation. He is in the situation that you are in as well, where you have someone to disappoint that isn't just him. So this cousin, who's his friend, is, is what he's worried about disappointing. So that's why he never really texts. That's why he built, it over, uh, built the relationship over DM. And what he doesn't realize is that he's accomplished his goal. You've already put him in the category of I'll fuck, but I won't get serious with him. He doesn't know that. He's such an egomaniac. He's sitting on the other end being like, I don't know. I, if we go, to, if we even see each other in person, I'm going to have to deal with my friend and it's my friend's cousin and I don't want to be married to him, to m married to her. And it's like, yeah, we know. Like, dude, you're not that great. So... I understand where you're like, you don't want to make this awkward, but all you do is you say, you text him, hey, 
I was down to get a drink. This conversation has gone on much longer. You have to, first of all, first, before we get into what you text him, stop needing him. Stop texting with him. You said you have good conversations when it doesn't, when you're not talking about his exes. Okay, you don't need to be talking to him anymore. They might be good conversations, but they were good conversations to get you to getting in, in front of him in person and having an actual date. That never happened. So you don't need him anymore. So you have to be unafraid of losing him. You go to him, you text him, hey, this has been a lot of fun getting to know you, but I was looking to get a drink. It doesn't seem like that's happening or that's in the cards, uh, but we're mo you're more than welcome to reach out to me when this is all over, but right now I'm kind of moving on and, and talking to other people and, and, and I'm not looking to put time into this. And you'd say to me, well, the Jared, that's very abrasive. Yeah, you don't know this guy. And the cousin, if they ever came to you, you, I believe in having answers ready for the person and the person watching. Okay, the cousin comes to you and goes, what the fuck? You told my cousin to or you told my friend to stop messaging you? You go, yeah, well, here's what happened. We DM'd on Instagram after that night. I gave him my number to set up a date, and he never did, and he just kept talking about his ex. Your cousin's going to go to his friend and go, what the fuck? Do you want to go out with her or not? And he's going to get the real answer. But what you're going to find out is that this guy didn't see a long-term future, so he kept it going to make it casual. And, wasn't, and, and then when the casual happened, he was going to get to it. But right now, you're in a position where you've outed him, and you don't even need him. So send the text. Know that if the cousin ever comes to you, you have an explanation that nobody would take his side. Oh, you wanted to stop texting with someone that would never go out with you? Yeah, I, I get that totally. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Bar crawl boy. Let's get bar crawl. Love your podcast. I'm a 29-year-old woman talking to a 22-year-old man who I met at a St. Paddy's Day bar crawl right before quarantine. We had a one-night stand, and he stayed a while the following day, and we talked a lot, and we followed each other on Instagram. I thought I wouldn't see him again, but an hour after I dropped him off, we, he DM'd his, me his phone number. We texted a couple days, then I added him on Snapchat. Ever since, our only communication has been on Snapchat. And we, and we talked through, uh, talk through Snapchat, photo with text, uh, all throughout the day, even when it's long text with the picture. I've tried moving it over to text a couple times, and he ends up stopping responding and then sends me a Snapchat instead. He doesn't live in the same state as me, but whenever he's been in town, he mentions it to me, but doesn't actually end up coming through on seeing me when he says he will. Now he mentions he'll be here a lot in June, so I'm curious what will happen since quarantine is over. What do you think his intentions are? What would be the point of him reaching out initially and, uh, and us talking if he's never going to come visit me? My plan was to see him if he comes in June, and if not, I will cut him off. So I think you have to be less available. I think in a lot of these situations, you know, you got a lot of these people that email in, you're falling for the same magic trick every time after they tell you what they're doing. So they're going, look, it's in my, it's in my left hand. You're like, there's nothing in your left hand. And they go, oh, it's in my right. And you go, oh, my God. You see what's happening. He keeps it on Snapchat because Snapchat is the land of casual. Snapchat is the land of no receipts. Snapchat is the land of knowing who to trust because he can see that you don't snap the picture even though, you know, you could use other apps. I understand that. But I'm saying 
in the reality he lives in, then if you used another app to take a picture of his snaps, you would be the person that's that's committing the crime. It's like it doesn't, you know, so he would have a reason to live in the land of right where you'd be wrong. So I, I understand the apps thing, but it's not that's not his concern. His concern is you can't call him out on you said this two weeks ago when it's on Snapchat. That being said, he has given you all the answers. He wants to live in the land of casual. He won't text you. I would I would unsubscribe from on Snap. Hey, man, I'm wasting and, and blame it on something else. Be a fucking liar like he is. Hey, I'm wasting a lot of time on this app. I'm deleting it off my phone. I'm going to unsubscribe from everyone. Then you unfollow, you block. Goodbye. So now he's gone. Text me when you're here in June. I'm down to hang. That's all you have to say. He either makes a plan or he doesn't. I don't think he will. I don't think he, I don't think he wants uh, the responsibility of you. I think he thinks twice hooking up will make you think that this is a relationship, which I know you don't, but that's his ego. So I think you should move on after that. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's go to this one. Should I start playing games? Jared, love the pod, Feather Feather. You've helped me directly through your Patreon and give me a ton of perspective the last few years. So I'm in the past, especially the last few relationships and situationships I've been in. I've been pretty transparent and open. I'm not a big game player, for a lack of a better term. I don't really think twice about when I text or when I don't, when I call or when I don't. And if I'm interested, I always feel like I, it should be easy and playing games aren't really necessary or relevant when you're with the right person. However, I'm starting to reevaluate. I'm thinking maybe I should be more closed off, make whatever guy I'm with next wonder a bit more. Reading this email back, I don't want you to think I'm showing all my cards or anything, but if we're into analogies, I'm playing go fish, not poker, checkers, not chess, like I have game, but I'm not strategic. Should I be more strategic? No. When you're more with dating or with anything, the more you start thinking, well, if I do this, they'll do this, they'll do that. If I do this, they'll do that. If I do this, they'll do that. You start playing the game against yourself and you start disappointing yourself and you start spending time on things you don't need. I think the way you were playing it is perfect. Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't. I don't think you'd, you could be doing all the right things and not have a boyfriend or have a, a serious relationship because you're doing all the right things for you. The whole point of not playing games is that someone else will always be revealed as the liar when they start lying. If you're honest, if all you're doing when you're meeting someone is like, hey, I just want to get to know you more, that's it. If that's your baseline, I just want to get to know you more to see if you're the right match for me. The other person, when they start playing games, it's you see it right away. So probably the reason you're upset with, with what's going on dating-wise because you're being so straightforward, you're like, you see all the games right away. When you're not playing games and they are, you're like, oh, again? And it's like, yeah. More people you meet when you're single are playing games than not. Without even knowing it because of their own fucked up head. You know, just like the last emailer with the, you know, the guy that, that uh, look, I've already forgotten about the last email. No, the, the last email with, a, uh, with, with the friend. You know, with the uh, the email with the girl is talking about her uh, the cousin the the cousin and the cousin's friend. That guy is playing a game. 
She's sitting there going, all I want to do is get together with you. Well, and then why won't all he's revealed right away. Why won't you play? Why won't you do it? Oh, because he's playing a game, but all his game has to do is with his own fucking problems. He's afraid of, uh, he's got the huge ego that makes him think that someone else is going to fall in love with him. It's not, I just want to get to know you more. I, I think if more people would be better off if at any point someone's acting weird with them, you just go, I'm just looking to get to know you more. If you just said that, then the person is either forced to say, I don't want to get to know you more, or, okay, let's go out tonight and get a drink. And then it's as easy as that. I think a lot of people get built up into this thing where they're, you know, I don't know what to say. And it's like, if you break it down to your most honest self and you go, oh, I just want to get to know this person more. Why is it so hard? And if it is so hard, I got to walk away because obviously they don't want the same. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored people. I mention the sponsors every episode because I want you guys, that's what keeps the ship afloat. Okay, all of the sponsor uh, promo codes are in the description. Best Fiends. I love this game. It's a game on your phone. Get it today at the App Store or Google Play. It's Best Fiends. It's it's friends without the R. Best Fiends. I play it every single day. I can't stop playing it. Quip. Now's the time to make good habits. Start brushing your teeth with with Quip. Go to getquip.com slash JTrain to get your first refill free. Noom, if you want to get in shape, Noom can help you create better habits. I love Noom. Always a little ping in your side. Sign up for your free trial or sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash JTrain. Noom.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter. Now more than ever, ZipRecruiter is dedicated to getting you hired. If you're looking for a job, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. Fab Fit Fun, Fab Fit Fun, the summer box is happening now. This is a great gift to yourself or a family member. If anyone's feeling lonely, I think this is great. Customize your own box and get $10 off at FabFitFun.com. Use code JTRAIN. So those are our sponsors this week. Get into them. That's what kind of like keeps this thing afloat. Um, let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is a user-generated coronavirus rant. Let me read it. People complaining about the quarantine 15 on Insta that are stick thin and clearly not at risk for gaining any weight. Just another excuse for Insta models to pose with a cheeseburger that they don't actually eat. You know what? I, I got to say, the weight thing is all very personal. So I understand what this emailer is saying. You see someone that doesn't necessarily deal with weight issues saying the quarantine 15 and, you know, you go, come on, you piece of shit. Fuck you. I'm dealing with the quarantine 30 and I used to call it just 30. I used to call it 30 pounds that I've always wanted to lose and you are fine. Here's what we have to come to terms with. We have to come to terms with that the people you follow on social media, everyone is a brand, everyone, your friends with 200 followers to the person with 1.5 million followers. All of us are a brand, and we're all just trying to get out of social media that other people think we are good. So if you went to any of these quote-unquote hot people that are stick thin, their biggest problem 
is relatability. All they care about is you relating to them. That's how they get you to use their promo codes. So, so when they say, because the guys that follow these Instagram models, the men who are masturbating to their fucking page, they're not using the promo code. So they need the women out there. They need the women out there to like their style, like their personality, like their flow, like what the way they uh, the way they interact with their page. Their only concern is likability. So that's why now that quarantine fifteen has been accepted by the internet community, they're gonna say it over and over again because they gotta let us know they're just like you. They got problems too. They might look great in a crop top but listen this quarantine's been hard on them too at their beach house it's been difficult so i understand what the, the issue is understand why they're doing it relate ability they want to let you know they've got it just as bad as you and you have to sit there going i know you don't no you don't and that's okay you can still follow them but know why they're doing it it is not and, and it's not to like get you know Quarantine, here's what, and the internet's actually the least creative place on earth. These people go on the internet and they say the pre-approved quarantine 15 because they know that no one will get mad at them for it. And then one person makes the mistake and then no one else does it. These influencers are in the business of saying nothing. They don't say a word, so they say words that they've heard other people say before, that other people have laughed at, that other people have smiled at, and then they go, oh, I'll do it too, and I'll eat a cheeseburger because I saw that guy do it. They're hot, good for them. I like looking at hot people, but understand why it's happening. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. You could send in yours just like this person to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do charcuterie chat hit the music Shelby today's charcuterie chat is about expensive items on the board I'm gonna show you a charcuterie that was sent to me the other day it's fine I get it two glasses of wine this is a date night and if you see in the corner of the board there's a half of it I think those are gummy bears, which I'm not even going to get into, but macaroons, or as some pe- as your douchiest friend calls them, macarons. How do you choose? There's three macarons on here. Who gets, if you put this stuff, the problem with these people is they put one expensive item on the board and they can't afford to shower you in the item and they're only doing it to let you know they know what high-end things are. Three macarons? Who the fuck? I've, I, on the subject of macarons, I've never eaten that and felt good about my decision. I've never chomped into a macaron and been like, oh my God, I'm so happy I spent $30 on this one thing that, will, that, that didn't fill me up at all. It's, it's the least delicious to cost food, you know, ration. There is, the, 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 the delicious to cost ratio is out of whack for the macaron. You don't get enough for how much you put in, and then when it goes on a charcuterie board, now we have to divvy them up. Now I have to be, now I have to be some poor loser cutting a, a macaron in half, something that wasn't even filling me up to begin with. 
If you can't afford to buy a thousand macarons, then you have zero macarons. I should be swimming in them and going, oh my God, this person spent a billion dollars on this charcuterie board. No, there's three on here. So now I have to eat one, you have to eat one, and then we have to have an awkward moment where I go, oh, who, do you want the last one? I can cut it in half, uh, you know? And then I'm the big fat idiot who wants to eat the whole thing, and you go, no, you eat it. And I go, okay, fine. I eat the whole thing like, an, like a pig. The macaron doesn't belong on the board. It's too expensive unless you have a full grazing table full of macarons. I don't want three. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do some quick hit questions. Um, Let's do uh, some quick hit questions. Um, I just forwarded that email, so I'm just making sure that I got it all. Let's do some quick hit questions. Hit the music, Shelby. Guys, com- guy comments on every Insta story, ignore or confront. I'd block. Who are you confronting? You're confronting a guy that thinks you're hot enough to look at, but not hot enough to go on a date with. That's, that's what he's saying. Will charcuterie boards end because of COVID? Ah, yeah. I think the, I think the, um, how they're served is going to end. I think there'll be more tongs. I think there's going to be more, more put in. I, I don't see them ending. I, I, I know that the world is changing, but I don't see it. I'm 25, have, have a career and a house. Guys immediately assume I want a wedding and a baby. How do I squash this? You're never going to squash a guy's ego. The only reason these guys assume you want a wedding and a baby is because they have a huge ego and think they're great because their mom said they looked handsome in a suit once. So your thing is that this is great. Look at the positive side. If someone's scared of your house and, and uh, if someone's scared of your house and that you have a great job, they're not scared of that. They're scared of committing to anyone and they only want to fuck you in the first place. So take that information and go. How to agree on a place with a friend, potential roommate. Understand that negotiations, the best negotiations are when both sides leave a little bit on the table. So you might like one place, they might like another. You got to keep looking. If you both can't agree, you keep looking. Birthday gift for someone you're dating but not in a relationship with. Experience gifts, dinners, um, a nice bar where you buy the drinks. Um, Considering what's going on right now. um, Considering what's going on. On right now, maybe send them a dinner. That's a fun thing. Two months of constant texting. Why would he ghost for no apparent reason during this? I understand you're looking for a reason, but the only reason is two months of texting meant that he was in deeper than casual would allow. You guys texted for two months, and he's going, oh, shit. Now we have to go on a real date. I can't even just meet up with her. So the reason isn't you. You didn't say anything wrong. They saw it getting more serious for them than they could handle, and they backed out. They ghosted. Favorite Chinese food order? I love a, I love the chicken nut combo. Cashew chicken, uh, kung pao with peanut chicken. I also love a fried rice, house fried rice, whatever they do with uh, 
with um, uh, bean sprouts. Um, those two as an order, like if I'm on my own, but I like getting all the appetizers. I like a soup. I like really spreading it around. Um, are you watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days? I love that show. I watch it. I don't live scream it because it just goes in loops. I, I could be watching that for a whole day. I wouldn't even realize the day went by. Missionary or doggy style? Um, I, I like to taste a little bit of both. I like a missionary, you know, depending on the, what, uh, you know, what the, the mood is. I like a doggy style. If, you know, if I'm feeling up for a workout, uh, tan lines or full body tan. I, I have never had the conversation with another man. Look at her tan lines. Like, that's never come up. So I know that a lot of women put a lot of thought into the tan lines and where the lines are. And, oh, my God, look at how embarrassing it is. I wore a strappy bathing suit yesterday. But I, that's not something that's come up. I think that's more for other women than men. Uh, flirting with a childhood friend, but we're both playing it safe. How do I break the barrier? The reality with a childhood friend is that this isn't going to be casual ever and the barrier is that you guys immediately become serious. More serious than you would with anyone else. So I think you have to realize that this childhood friend is not as much a friend anymore. They are someone you're pursuing. And you say to them, I want to get a drink. Let's do it. Uh, will you do this podcast post-quarantine? I'm not sure I'll go daily. We got to figure out what it's going to be. I might move the free by noon to Patreon and you guys can sign up. And it will be like a 10-minute podcast daily that you can kind of get involved with. I would love that if you guys signed up for that. Would you rather give up cheese or oral sex? Cheese. Team Alex or Sophia? Who are they? Oh, I think that's the um, the Daddy's Girls podcast. Um, I don't have a team. I, I It's interesting to me. I have a lot of thoughts on it. It's just – it's hard for me to give – as a podcaster with a less successful podcast, I would only sound like a hater. Like, I, I would be accused of not looking. But I have a lot of opinions on it. I, I don't know if I if they would be done, um, if they would be taken seriously over a platform. I, I do have a lot of opinions on it. And I think it's a very successful podcast. And I I understand the reason for its success. I, I And I understand... And I do think that the reason that they're having their troubles kind of plays into why this podcast was successful. So, I don't know. I, I, I could go on and on. Thoughts on Hannah Brown and cancel culture in general? You know, I... Hannah Brown, if you don't know, was the bachelorette. She was singing on Instagram Live and used the N-word during a song. And then her apology right after wasn't really an apology. It was her kind of laughing and made her look worse. I mean, obvious, the the problem is on Instagram Live, like, you can't tell people how to feel. So I watched her do that, and I was like, this is icky. This is bad. You seem a little too comfortable. And and people end up making their own assumptions for the rest of, of how else you – if you're willing to say it on Instagram Live, then are you saying it behind closed doors? That's kind of the, the road anyone would go down. Um, cancel culture – I think we all have the right to turn on and off someone's account. We all have the right. So I think when people go above and beyond and make sure you lose more, 
I don't know how that helps. I don't think a person becomes, I, I don't know. And, and who gets canceled, who's not. I mean, if you look at like, it seems to me that people that we generally like don't get canceled, get more leeway than people that we're predisposed to not like. So I, I don't know. The court of public opinion isn't fair, but I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm always against. I, I mean, I just don't. To me, if you wouldn't write it into a network in a letter, like a handwritten letter, would you do it at all? I, that's what I begin to wonder. Um, seeing new guy one times a week in quarantine. We have so much fun. How do I ask to see him more? Ask for more. Ask. Don't ask for the thing you ask for the thing you want, not the promise of the thing. Do you have an intern? You run your podcast so well, it seems like a lot of work. I, I appreciate that. I have um, definitely have people I work with. I have someone making the videos. I got someone uh, helping me with, you know, uh, with, uh, you know, Shelby is out there. He's killing it. I got Shelby. I got Sam helping uh, Jim and, and Brandon. So we have a whole team here. It, it is. It, but it, the, I enjoy doing it. What do you think uh, about manscaping? Should we do it for our ladies? Do you? I'm shaving. I shave. I manscape. I try. Um, yeah. I don't think you, you should do it for yourself. I feel better when I, I've hedged the lawn. My mom just left the toilet unflushed, so I have to eventually see her piss. Help. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but I've forgotten. I'm not above that. Is it a red flag to date someone who does psychedelics every month to figure himself out? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a red flag. I think if your reasoning is to figure yourself out through drugs, it's a bad thing. If you're doing it for fun, it's one thing. Where you're, and you can include people in it. I can understand that. But when you're going, I'm doing this to get right, you're finding it's a weird road to go get right. Lived with two dudes for six months and never got hit on once. Am I ugly? No, you're beautiful. Uh, why does he only reach out on Facebook Messenger instead of texting? To keep it casual. If you're texting, that's the same phone you use with your mom and dad. He doesn't want to be in that world. Why has this guy been dating me exclusively for two months and still has not put a label on it? Because that's not how it works. He dated you for two months and you have to... I would, under, I would ask yourself, what do you want from the label? And you should ask again. Ask for the thing, not for the label. Ask for the thing, not for the promise. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.